It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. This is your host, Ed Oliver. You can follow me on Twitter at E-D-T triple O-F-L-A-T-T. So got a lot to talk. We have a lot to talk about today. Today is Mailbag Friday. Also, the Summer League is on Sunday. Uh, USA Basketball, they play France in the gold medal game uh, Friday night. So I will be – I guess I'll preview that a little bit. But most of all, I do want to talk about some Washington Wizards roster moves that were made today. So we'll get into that. And then also we'll talk about where some of the Washington Wizards uh, free agents like Raul Neto, you know, he's coming back. Uh, Robin Lopez is gone. Ish Smith is gone. A lot of guys are gone now. We, we, we are filling out this roster and making some moves that were, were reported earlier today. And then of course we'll do the mailbag questions and we'll talk about that, but I, I'm excited for the summer league. I can't wait. I'm a guy that loves summer league basketball. The first summer league basketball game, is Sunday night at 8 o'clock. That's going to be on NBA TV, Sunday, August 8th at 8 o'clock, and then I'll go over the roster a little bit because I'm excited. I'm I'm excited to see some of these guys play. I'm excited to see Corey Kispert play. I'm excited to see Isaiah Todd. There's a guy named Kyrie Walker that we signed, uh, undrafted free agent. Of course, I want to see my guy Jordan Goodwin out of St. Louis. I had him on the show a uh, couple uh, last week after his free agent or after his pre-draft workout shout out to him and his agent uh for coming on the show I appreciate them for that so it was pretty cool that we did that I did an interview with that with Jordan Goodwin and he ends up being uh signed by the Washington Wizards so that was pretty cool so I'm excited to see him Kispert Isaiah Todd all those guys uh, I can't wait to see these guys play I just want to go over that and, and Wes Unsell Jr. will be the head coach for some of the games in the summer league so I will be going over that a little bit. Three things that I want to see during the summer league uh, that I want to see uh, if Wes Unsell can instill in some of these summer league games. You know, some of the philosophies. I know it's summer league, kind of like preseason with the NFL. You know, right now, Dwayne Haskins is playing against um, the Steelers. I mean, he's playing against the Cowboys right now. I'm watching that a little bit. But kind of like the preseason and summer league, you know, you run some of the plays that you do in, in summer league. Some, some of it translates to the regular season. But, you know, Wes is trying to get comfortable with these guys and uh, see, see what these young guys can do. And um, so the first roster move, we'll go over the roster moves real quick here. Tonight, the Washington Wizards rescinded the qualifying offer to uh, Garrison Matthews. Uh, Gar- Garrison Matthews is about 24 years old. So this is from Fred Cat Sources say, the Wizards are rescinding Garrison Matthews' qualifying offer, which will make Matt Garrison Matthews an unrestricted Free agent, the 24-year-old Garrison Matthews shot 38% from three-point range last year and started 24 games as a two-way player to so the Washington Wizards legend. Um, I appreciate the things that Garrison Matthews did. Most likely, he will not be coming back, but he was a solid shooter for the Washington for the Washington Wizards. Um, I do remember him tackling one guy in a Nuggets game, and he just did a lot of dirty work. He was a guy that came in, put his hard hat on, was very, very blue-collar, was a shooter, could shoot the lights out. He was always moving around. That's one thing about Garrison Matthews. He could move around the perimeter, pin downs, coming off screens, all kinds of things. He was always moving. That's one thing I'll say about him. 
Uh, he did have one of his career highs against the Miami Heat when John Wall was out. It was him and Jordan McRae and Jordy McBuckets. I remember that one game. They just kept going off. We beat the Heat by like 20, 25 points. And uh, Garrison Matthews was better than Tyler Harrow that night. Um, but Garrison Matthews was a solid player. Nothing to really uh, shed a tear about. He is a Washington Wizards legend, but I definitely get the move. Uh, the Washington Wizards, we are near that um, luxury tax line right now, and they, they just got to make some moves to let some guys go. Um, and then also in a corresponding move, they did waive uh, Caleb Holmesley. So Garrison Matthews, he averaged five points a game in 2020 and then five points a game in 2021. And he's a guy that deserves for more playing time. I thought Scott Brooks didn't give him a lot of playing time. I thought he could have flourished. I thought he could have been our Duncan Robinson, if you will, for the Miami Heat. I thought he definitely could have came in and did that undrafted out of Lipscomb. Um, he's a good player. I mean, he can, he can shoot the ball. He's a shooter. He's a scorer. You know, he's a shooter. I remember the interview he did with uh, – with with Chris Miller before a game, it was something like Buckets, like what's his nickname or something like that. And it, and it went viral, and then after that, he that's when he went off in that Miami Heat game. And then we did wave um, Caleb Holmesley, uh, who we did sign not too long ago. Um, he was a bucket getter in college. He is still going to be on the uh, summer league roster. Um, I know these moves aren't huge moves, but you know I know I know people love them. Some Garrison Matthews. So these are these are low key important moves that you definitely should know if you are a Washington Wizards fan. Uh, Caleb Holmes, we had a Liberty. He's 6'6", 205 pounds. We did sign him not too long ago. He's 24 years old. Um, like I said, he's going to be on that um, on that uh, summer league roster. So I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see him as well. And uh, I think he was going to get a two-way contract as well. Um, but he he got waived. So he, he's still going to be on the roster. So let's quickly go over the summer league roster here. And then they also – we did sign a assistant coach. That's news, too. So in coaching news, the Washington Wizards have promoted assistant coach Alex McLean to director of player development. Sources tell Quentin Mayo he'll replace David Atkins, who joined the staff in 2014. So David Atkins was a player development coach. He coached at DeMatha, um, and he worked out. Um, he would train Michael Beasley. He would train Kevin Durant and uh, guys like that. That was kind of the time where we were recruiting. We were recruiting Kevin Durant to come to D.C. We brought in Scott Brooks. We brought in David Atkins, the trainer, different things like that. So um David Atkins I don't I don't think he's any I don't, I don't think he's gonna be with the with the Wizards anymore I'm not sure if he got a different position but this guy Alex McLean if you don't know who he is he's been working out with Daniel Gafford and um developing him you know get him to shoot the mid-range shot everything's like that so I'm excited to see the development of, of of Daniel Gafford and see if this guy Alex McLean uh somebody that they trust and you know Wes Unsell's been known for his player development with helping Jamal Murray develop Nikola Jokic uh, different guys like Michael Porter Jr. Or, you know, he's been mentioned with those guys in, in Denver. Denver's player development uh, system has done a lot better. Or um, I'm not going to say a lot better than the Wizards, but, you know, they we got, they have guys that they can point to that are late-round picks. Like Nicole Jokic was a second-round pick. Jamal Murray was, what, pick seven or something? He wasn't a top-five pick. Michael Porter Jr. was pick 15. Even though he was supposed to go top-five if, if he didn't have the back injuries. Uh, Monte Morris, guys like that. They've been able to develop talent. Gary Harris was good under that. Will Barton, when he got to the Nuggets, he improved. He got better. Because um, you, you, if you look at Will Barton's numbers with the Blazers, they weren't that great. Then he went to the Nuggets, and he got a lot better. You look at his scoring averages, he, they went up. So guys with the Nuggets, they've been able to develop and get better. Um, so we'll see if that, if that can happen with um, Alex McLean um, being the being promoted to assistant coach. And we'll, we'll they'll fill out this roster. We'll see if the Wizards can get a, um, a, a uh, an established head coach as an assistant. Mike D'Antoni did sign with the Pelicans, so some people might have been speculating Mike D'Antoni coming or something like that. But we'll see if they can get, like, a big-name head coach as an assistant coach uh, for Wes Unsell. We'll see if that can happen. But 
I do want to get into this summer league roster, and I do want to do a quick preview because I love me some summer league. I can sit down and watch summer league basketball all day. Um, Jimmer Fredette is going to be in the summer league, so that's very funny. But I just want to talk about the Wizards um, real quick and just talk about their summer league team, what I'm expecting from those guys, what I want to see from these guys, about three or five things that I want to see from the roster and see from West Unsell. Um, but before we get into summer league talk, uh, we'll get into a word from our sponsor. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so I want to get into the Summer League and who's on the roster and what I'm looking for um, and then where we can watch the Summer League. So I will be doing recaps after the games. I will be posting on here, Locked On Wizards. I will be posting recaps. I uh, will be posting on my YouTube channel as well. You can you can you can uh, follow me on YouTube as well at uh, Ed Oliver uh, Washington Wizards or Ed Oliver Washington Football Team, and I will be definitely uh, analyzing the game, doing key points and stuff like that. So you guys can stay locked on on here for the summer league. So um, the roster is Marcus Marquise Bolden. Not I don't know much about him to be honest. Aubrey Dawkins, James James Ekenik, Melvin Frazier, Jordan Goodwin, the guy from St. Louis who who we signed undrafted free agent. Um, Dewan Hernandez, who's a forward, Austin Hollins, Caleb Holmesley, the guy who, we, who I talked about early out of Liberty, who was a scoring small forward, Jay Huff out of Virginia. That's a local guy. He's seven foot one. He's very tall, very, he's super athletic too. Like this guy, Jay Huff out of Virginia, he, you know how DeAndre Jordan used to do the, the, um, the dunks where he would just the reverse alley oop dunks. Jay Huff is a guy that does it all the time. He, he's like the elastic man or the fantastic four guy with the long arms. He's like that. And he can shoot the three. And playing under Tony Bennett, you know, you're, you you got to play hard under, under Tony Bennett in Virginia. That's just how it is. You know, guys like DeAndre Hunter, Joe Harris, um, Malcolm Brogdon, all those Virginia-bred guys that come out of Virginia, they're just tough guys. They play hard. Um, so I'm excited to see Jay Huff. Um, he, he, he's a, he's a, he's a really good shot blocker as well. So he, that's a name to look out for in the summer. I'm going to get you guys hyped for some of these. Some of these going to be fun. I'm telling you, um, Mason Jones and, uh, Corey Kispert, of course, our first round, um, draft pick number 15, I think the, the shooter, um, AKA Billy Hoyle, um, and Isuf Sanin, the Washington Weezes, Isuf Sanin, uh, the former second-round pick, Ernie Grunfeld pick, he is randomly coming back to Summer League. So that is very funny. Social media was blowing up when they announced Isu Sanin is going to be on the um, Summer League roster. Uh, of course, Isaiah Todd, guy out of Baltimore. I was watching a documentary on him, which was pretty cool. His journey from Baltimore, he moved around to North Carolina and uh, Richmond, Virginia. Then he actually played at Word of God High School for John Wall went to high school. And then also Isaiah Todd was the number one prospect at high school at one time. I mean, this guy was highly tied at high school, had offers from Michigan, big-name schools, all kinds of stuff. So this guy, he's 6'10", athletic, he's lean, he's a moderate big man, he can shoot the three, he's a mid-range assassin, can post up a little bit, fadeaway jump jump shots, face up big, all kinds of stuff. So I think he – I personally, I think he might have a couple games with the Capital City Go-Go. And that's fine. It's not a bad thing. He already played in the G with the G League Ignite, the first G League Ignite team. 
with guys who didn't go to college. They just went to the G League. He played with Jalen Green. He played with J- Jonathan Kuminga. Jonathan Kuminga had a good good game the other night with the Warriors and Moses Moody. Um, so that team was stacked. Jalen Green, Jonathan Kuminga, Jarrett Jack playing on that same team. Amir Johnson, the old head uh, NBA player, playing on that the G League at night team too. Um, Kyrie Walker, he's very interesting as well. Kyrie Walker was a heck of a high school prospect. He didn't go to college. He actually took two years off and went to this uh, training facility called Chameleon or something like that. And um, I was watching some of his high school houses. He went toe-to-toe with Kay Cunningham. He went toe-to-toe with um, Jalen Suggs. All these guys who just got drafted, they're all that same age and that same class. And he went toe-to-toe with these guys. He was he was a top-five prospect as a uh, sophomore and a junior. And he got an offer from uh, Arizona State, and he committed to go there. He was like a sophomore or a junior. He's 6'5", super athletic, um, averaged like 27.7 boards and nine assists in high school. I know it's high school, but the guy can play, man. And um, he just took a different route. Um, he actually did an interview with Gilbert Arenas on the – uh, what's Gilbert Arenas' podcast, podcast called? I, I can't remember the name, but he he did. It's a very interesting podcast. Just talking about his journey, how he for how he did. He skipped college. He skipped his senior year, and um, he went out of the rankings. He went unranked. Like he was a t- he was like a basically going to be a McDonald's All American, all kinds of stuff like that. And he went unranked uh, because he dropped out of high school and um, didn't go to college or anything like that. But uh, Cassius Winston's going to be on the roster. We'll see if he makes the roster this year, the regular roster, because they got so many point guards now with Wild Neto, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Aaron Holiday. So we have three point guards right now that are definitely going to make the roster. But Cassius Winston's kind of on the outside looking in and might be on the G League team again. And then Justin Wright Foreman and then Mighty Joe Young uh, is going to be on the roster this year. So um, three things I'm looking for is defense, defense, and defense. Can West Unsell um, translate defense to the Summer League team? Can you get these guys to lock in defensively? I know we got Jay Huff, who's a shot blocker. Corey Kisper's a solid defender, in my opinion. Isaiah Ty can be a really good defender, too. So I want to see um, what kind of defensive philosophies uh, Wes Enzo has. Next, for me, I want to see the ball movement, offensive play calls. I want to see ball movement. You know, um, Wes Enzo has preached ball movement because that was something that, that, was something that we didn't do last year. Um, with Scott Brooks, it was a lot of iso ball. You know, Russell Westbrook, he's a ball-dominant player. And same thing with Bradley Bill. But I want to see some ball movement. Are we going to get Corey Kisper some open shots? You know, what are we going to do with Isaiah Todd? Same thing with Caleb Holmesley, guys like that. What kind of ball movement are we going to have with this roster? And uh, in-game adjustments and timeouts. You know, see how these games – I'm going to watch these games closely and just watch in-game adjustments, timeouts, different things like One thing, especially in close game situations, one thing that, that made me really mad with Scotty Brooks was when we were up by – we would be up by like three points. And then the Raptors got the ball with Fred Van Vliet, and we wouldn't foul. It's like foul, foul them, so they can just shoot two free throws. Why, why let them shoot a shoot a three pointer so Fred Van Vliet can go up and make the shot? That was the game where we beat the Raptors towards the end of the year, but we really could have lost that game. We almost fumbled the bag and choked that game away. Um, so those are those are some things that I'm looking forward to this summer. I want to see if these guys can do that and just get better and improve. I want to see what's until coach. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Now we do play. Our schedule is August 8th versus the Pacers. Um, just to give you a quick preview on that, the Pacers, they drafted Chris Duarte at pick 13. So that's the guy that I'm looking for on the Pacers. And they did draft um, Isaiah Jackson with our pick as well. So um, I, I do, I'm do. i looking forward to that. And then we played the Kings with Davion Mitchell at a Baylor. Scrappy guard, pick number seven. Uh, that was a surprise. And he's been balling lately. So that's Tuesday night, August 10th at 10 p.m. I'm going to try to stay up and watch that game and do a recap for you guys. And then Thursday, August 12th, we played at Nets. The Nets uh, – the Nets drafted Cameron Thomas out of LSU. 
That's at 5 p.m. on Thursday on ESPNU. Um, and then Sunday we played the Bucks at 4 p.m. on NBA TV. The Bucks did not – I don't think the Bucks even have a, had a draft pick this year. They didn't really need one because they won the championship. And then August 16th to 17th is the playoffs. So um, August 8th, we play on the, on the 8th of August, the 10th, 12th. So every other day we have a game. And then the 15th is the last regular season game of the Summer League. The Summer League, we've had some all-stars. Glenn Rice Jr., Otto Porter was all-team NBA in the Summer League. We've had all kinds of all-NBA guys in the Summer League. I remember that. So, But the Summer League, I always enjoy it. Troy Brown Jr. was really good in the Summer League, too. Rui, Rui had a solid Summer League. And uh, Daniel Gafford will not be purchased. I don't even know why people ask if Daniel Gafford's going to be in the Summer League. He's, he's the, I, in my opinion, he's the bona fide starter, which leads me to Mailbag Friday which uh, let's get into these questions, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but before we get into the questions, um, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. There's a lot of sports action you can bet on this week. And I'm telling you, USA versus France. Um, I think there's some more preseason football this, this weekend, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken. Of course, you got the MLB, all kinds of stuff. Um, and don't forget, yeah, baseball season is in full swing. and You can track all the action at bet online. Before the next pitch, head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device. And check out all of the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game. As teams prep for their runs to the playoffs, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code is locked on. Promo code is locked on. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's hop into the questions here. So shout out to my guy, DMV Sports Talk. Uh, on Twitter at DMV Sports Zone. Make sure you guys subscribe to him on YouTube. He has a great channel. That's my guy. I've been on his YouTube channel before, talking Washington football content. So make sure you guys sub him up. He does DMV Sports. He does Nationals, Washington, which is all kinds of stuff. So make sure you guys subscribe to him. He's a great guy. Uh, he asks, how long do you think it will take for Corkisper to enter the starting lineup? Um, I, don't th- I don't see him starting this year, and that's fine with me. I think him coming off the bench is fine. Uh, we're just loaded right now. Not we're not loaded with with you know top twenty or all NBA guys or all star players. We're just loaded with mid level talent, guys who are solid, who can come in and contribute. We don't have you know I'm not gonna say we don't have we have guys that can come in and and, and score ten points a game, at least put up ten to fifteen points a game. Kyle Kuzma, I think he's capable of scoring eighteen points a game with his head on straight. Montrez Harrell off the bench, but we just have a lot of wings. Davies Bertans is still on the roster. Um, when he was when he was healthy and in shape in 2020, that year where he had his best year, where he where he where he you know got you know uh, Tommy Shepard to give him the money that year before, where he played really really well. He averaged 15 points a game. Um, Davies Bertans, when he's hitting shots, he's capable. He's capable of putting up 15, 20 to 25 points a game. Well, not a game, but putting up 25 points any given night. When he's hitting his shots and when he's when he's when he's locked in, um, Rui Hachimura, that's another wing. KCP, uh, like I said, Kuzma, Bertans. We got a lot of wings on this roster, 
And um, I just – I don't see Kispert starting yet. And like I said, that's not a bad thing. If he can come off the bench and get 20 to 25 minutes a game, I think that's solid for the rookie. Come in, play defense, shoot the ball, do what you do best. Get in there and shoot the ball. Move around. He's really good moving off the screens, pin downs, back cutting, finishing around the rim. He's athletic. Like I said, he's like Billy Hoyle. He's he's an athletic um, small forward. He's six seven. He's tall. He's he's got good length as well. And I like him. He's a tough, hard nosed player, and he's good in transition. He's good finishing the transition as well. I think that's really good with Bradley Bill and Spencer Dinwiddie. And he's going to be able to space the floor too. So. I, I, I'm really happy with the pick of Corey Kisper, but I, I think he comes off the bench this year. And um, somebody else asked me about the starting five. And I'll get to that question because I did talk about that um, the other day. I like that question where somebody asked me who, who's going to be the starting five. I got to find the question, though. Let me see here. Yeah, somebody asked the starting five, or who's going to be my who? Who do you think is going to be the starting five opening night? And I already answered that question yesterday. And I think it's going to be uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. I think it's going to be Bradley Bill at the two. At the three, it would be KCP. At the four, it would be uh, Ruby Hachimura, and at the five, Daniel Gafford. That's my starting five. I think all those guys are capable of, of defending, and then all those guys can score and get, can get a bucket as well. Uh, KCP can score. He shot 41%. He's a little streaky. He was streaky with the Lakers, but when he's on, he's hitting. Bradley Bill, of course, you know, he's our best player on the team. He's the anchor of the team, all-NBA player. Uh, Dinwiddie, of course, is going to start. We gave, him the, we gave him the money. He's a starting caliber player in the league. And then Daniel Gafford um, is, is, a, is a starter in my book. I think he should start. I think he earned the right to start last year. In my, I thought he was the best big man all year. When he did came in, when he come, when he came in, when he came in, our defense before he came here, our, our defense was atrocious, and he was a rim protector. People were actually scared when they came to the basket. Before nobody was scared of Robin Lopez. Nobody was scared of Robin of, of Thomas Bryant. People just it was like Olay defense. People just came in and did whatever they felt like doing when they scored. And then anytime we played a, a a team with an athletic big man, it was a struggle for us. It really was. We just got out muscled, out hustled. It was hard to watch. Um, this one is from Juwan Choi. Thank you for the question, Juwan Choi. Um, I asked some people on YouTube to do the um, Q&A with me, just send in questions for the mailbag, and they did. He says, you still think we keep three centers, or should we trade Thomas Bryant, or who would you trade from the three centers? Uh, good question, man. We do have Montrose Harrell. We got Daniel Gafford. We have Thomas Bryant. Um, out of the three, I would probably let go um, Thomas Bryant. And this is a good question. I, I, I love Thomas Bryant. I think Thomas Bryant can do the same thing that – Montrose Harold do. They're very similar bigs, but Montrose, the thing about Thomas, Thomas Bryant can actually space the floor. Like he can shoot the three pointer. Like his three point percentage was really high for a big man. And uh, he can finish around the rim too. Now he does have to get a little stronger. Sometimes there's some other bigs and defensively he is a liability. He's not really a rim protector like at all. Um, but he's gotten better every year. Like before he got hurt, he averaged 14 points and six boards a game. Like that's legit numbers. And him and Russell Westbrook, they were playing well. That, that Nets game, Thomas Bryant, he won us – when we went to overtime with the Nets in that first game at Brooklyn, like, Thomas Bryant was huge down the stretch. Like, he was huge. But he averages .8 blocks per game. That's the that's the problem that I have with him. And he, he does need to rebound the ball more. Six, six rebounds is not enough, in my opinion. That's good. 
but I think he should be able to rebound the ball more. In 2020, he averaged 7.2 rebounds and 13 points a game. So that's that's pretty solid. But from the three-point line, he shot 42% from the from the three-point line. That's from that's really good for uh, for a big. Now, he shot two threes per game, which is not a lot. That's a low volume. But that's that's not like just one three-point game. Like, he shoots – he legitimately does go out there and shoot threes um, off the pick and pop. He shoots three. He goes out there. He's looking for his three-point shot. The year before that, in 2020, he shot 40% from the three as well. So, honestly, I wouldn't be mad with either, but you know that Thomas Ryan's coming off an ACL injury. Um, you know, when is he really going to be ready? The ACL, he got injured. His He tore his ACL in um, December, right? So, sometimes it takes a year to get back from the injury. You know, nowadays, people come back quicker from ACL injuries. Spencer Dinwiddie's coming off an ACL injury. He's coming on. He's coming up pretty quick. Uh, coming back pretty quick, so honestly, I would keep I would keep Gafford and Harold. Gafford's untouchable. He's an untouchable guy for me. I think I think he has a lot of potential. The way he finishes, the he just goes up and posters guys and just finishes and dunks on guys. I love the I love his energy. If he can just stop fouling, if Gafford can just stop fouling, I really see him being like a a Clint Capella, Rudy Gobert type big, um, Mitchell Robinson, Jared Allen, uh, Dwight Powell. Larry Nance, all those – Rudy Gobert, I already said Rudy Gobert. But all those athletic bigs in the NBA, I love those – Nerlens Noel, all those athletic rim-running bigs, they do well. Nerlens Noel just got paid. He just got paid. And Gafford's only getting paid, what, $2 million or a million dollars per year, second-round pick out of Arkansas. Like, he was a draft steal, and the Bulls didn't even know how to use him. And we got Gafford. That was a Tommy Shepard gym. I, that might be the best move that Tommy Shepard has. That – deadline trade like people don't know how important that trade was like how he changed this team like he changed the offense he changed the defense Daniel Gafford was the I'm trying to give him an award from him but he I think he was the defensive player of the year for the Washington Wizards in my opinion and he was also the most improved player and then he was also the x factor in my opinion too uh if he just doesn't foul then Daniel Gafford Gafford's gonna be incredible uh, he changed his team. So I would keep Gaff and Monsters Harold because Monsters Harold, he brings a different dynamic to this team that we don't really have, like toughness, that grit, that grind, that chunkyard dog mentality, looking for contact, finishing through contact, six man of the year. He can just come off the bench and fill it up. So I would keep Harold because he just brings a different dynamic dynamic to this team with some toughness and a chip on the shoulder. Like every every play he makes is like somebody stole something from him. He just keeps going. Um, so that was a good question from – uh, Juwan Choi. Um, another question. Yeah, so it was from Just Listening who sent something on YouTube. He says, who who do you think will be the starters on opening night? I did answer that question. Um, so the next question is from my guy, Finally Satisfied, on Twitter. His, his name is A-R-B-E-L-M-A-R-G-A-L-I-T. So he said, this team has 16 players on full contracts. They need to get rid of three of them. Holmesley and Gill are easy. He called it with Holmesley. Anthony Gillstone on the roster. And he said, who else do they kick? And are they are there any two good two-way guys they can get? I'm assuming Garrison Matthews would want back on a two-way. And Cassius Winston wouldn't want to be the fourth option point guard. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I agree with your statement. I think Cassius Winston, I don't think he makes the roster. Um, you, call, you had the crystal ball on Caleb Holmesley being waived. Anthony Gill. Um, we'll see if he stays. He has one year left on his deal. Uh, he had a couple good games last year, but nothing to really write home about it consistently. And um, any two good ways out, th- two good two-way guys out there. There's a guy on the Miami Heat. His name is Omer Utsiven. He's a seven-foot big. 
We don't need a lot of – we don't need any more bigs, to be honest with you. But I love him. He played for Georgetown. That guy can play. Like, he had a double-double in the summer league already. He can play, man. You look him up. Omer Yurtsi. I know, you know if you're a Wizards fan, typically you like local sports like the Maryland Terps and the Georgetown Hoyas. So I think everybody's pretty familiar with Omer Yurtsi. But that guy can ball. So that's a two-way guy that I think, you know, we're playing the G League for the go-go, might be able to come over and help us out a little bit. So that, that's somebody I would, I would definitely look at. But um, I think that's all the questions out here. Oh, this is one from, from Big J52. He sent this on YouTube as well. He says, what up? If Isaiah Todd is not ready and, and Thomas Bryant will be load managed, then we need a high-quality big. Could we send Kuzma and Bertans for Car Anthony Towns or Miles Turner? Um, <laughs> that's a funny question. I don't think the Timberwolves would ever take Kyle Kuzma and Davies for Thomas for Carl Anthony Towns. We probably have to throw multiple first round picks and throw it. They probably want Rui. They would probably want Rui for Carl Anthony Towns. And I can't blame them. They probably want Rui, Denny, and a first round pick and Kuzma for Carl Anthony Towns. Probably even more than that. I'm not giving up Carl Anthony Towns for just Rui and all those guys. I think you, you got to send in a lot more. For Car Anthony Towns, you look at his contract. His contract is thirty-three million, so we already know about the matching salary type thing. So we would have to go through that again with him. It's thirty-one million dollars for Car Anthony Towns in the twenty twenty-two season. So we would have to match salaries, all that good stuff that we had to do for Dinwinner, Dinwitty, um, Din Wizard, and uh, I, I just don't see that happening. Now he asked about um, you asked about Miles Turner. That is more realistic, but honestly, I think the ship has sailed on Miles Turner. I know Miles Turner was rumored to the Wizards a couple years in a row, like, oh, can we can we get Miles Turner and different things like that. Uh, his salary's not that high, actually. He's on an affordable deal, $18 million for the 2022 season, which is actually doable. But I'm not looking for Miles Turner. I'm, I'm pretty happy with Montrezl Harrell and uh, Daniel Gafford right now so far. I don't think we need another big man. I think we need another – we need some 3 and D shooting guards we need some more depth behind Bradley Bill we need some guards that can defend and step up and shoot as well um so that's what I think we need in free Avery Bradley still out there Josh Hart is still out there I think we need a a, a tough-nosed guard who's going to get down and get dirty in the stance and can shoot the three um and rebound the ball as well and bring the ball up and can handle the basketball a little bit so that's what I'm looking for uh Miles Turner uh, some guys that I think we could trade for uh realistically is TJ Warren I think that's a guy to look out for and Eric Gordon. I'm just looking at I'm looking at their contracts, and I think it's doable. Eric Gordon makes 14 million dollars in 2022. I think that's a tradable contract. And you look at uh, T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren. Oh, I'm sorry, that's 2020. I'm, uh, let me look at 2022. Um, Eric Gordon makes about 18 million. If I'm not, not mistaken, I'm looking at it right now. He, yeah, he's going to make 18 million in 2022. That's a contract that you could trade for. Miles Turner, you could definitely trade 18 million. You could trade for that and uh, match salaries. And uh, somebody else was on here. Malik Beasley from the Timberwolves. That's possible. You could, you could possibly. He, he's pretty good. He's really good. I like I like Malik Beasley. And there was uh, Eric Gore, TJ Warren. He's gonna make 12 million dollars in 2022. And I think that's a contract that you could trade for. And he would he would bring some firepower off the bench uh, for Bradley Bill backing up Bradley Bill. So. Those are all the questions for today, guys. I thank you guys for sending your questions in. Make sure you guys be ready for the Summer League recap on Monday morning. I'll be releasing that on Monday morning, so I can't wait for that. But this episode was brought to you by Locked on Bets. Betting on the NFL or NBA doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team, favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by Bet Online. 
Twitter.ag, where you, wherever you get your podcast. So, guys, thanks again. Make sure you subscribe to Lots on Wizards on um, iTunes or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at E-D-T-T-O-F-L-A-T-T. And then you can, you can subscribe to me on YouTube as well um, for Washington football team content if you are a Washington football team fan. Hail to the Wizards. You guys have a great night and great weekend. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 